sworn the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawksmith. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest. Currently, we are joined by Iowa Hawkeye basketball legend, future Detroit Pistons legend, Luca Garza. How's it going, man? It's going great. I love that video, by the way. But, you know, everything's going great out here. Great. Well, you made an appearance in it, so thanks for uh, <laughs> letting us let, letting us throw you in there. So um, all the Hawkeye fans out there are really wondering, how how's the transition going uh, into the NBA, you know, it's we all know it's a huge difference, and uh, most of us really watched you over summer league, and you really shined in the summer league. It was a ton of fun to watch you succeed out there and play well. Played with a ton of passion. Walk us through that transition and how much fun that's been for you. Oh, it's been it's been amazing. You know, it's just still kind of pinching myself that every day I wake up and, and basketball is my job. Going to the gym. That's, you know, that's my job. So it's it's something I've dreamed about since I was a little kid. And, and to be living it is, uh, it's it's hard to describe what that what that feels like. And for me, the whole pre-draft was, uh, you know, very interesting. I, I went into pre-draft with a, a goal in mind. I knew I had to change my body a little bit. In college, I was so heavily playing in the posts and, and, and I needed to be bigger because of the you know, the the type of dudes I was dealing with on the block, you know, and getting double team and triple team, you need the extra weight to be able to finish through that contact and do different things like that. But for the NBA, um, I'm going to be putting ball screens more and, and different things like that. I need to be a little bit quicker, a little bit faster. So decided to lose some weight. And, um, you know, at one point I'd lost 30 pounds. Now I'm adding back some muscle. Um, so I've, I've lost around like 20, 25 pounds um, in total since last season. And so um, the transition has been great. You know, it's a little bit different, obviously. You know, when I was in college, you know, I, I expected to you know, get the ball every time down or whatever the case may be. The, the offense was ran through me and now it's different. But, you know, for me, it's 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 a role I feel like I can excel in in, in, in where my energy and effort will just kind of be able to rise through in terms of being able to get to the glass, you know, get some offensive rebound, get some tip ins, you know, um, hit my open shots and be able to defend with energy, take charges, do whatever I can to help the team win. And I think. You know, whatever I, role I have in the NBA, I'm going to embrace it because I, I really yeah. never thought I'd be here. So it's been really fun so far. Like we've talked about in the past, the the NBA game has changed so drastically over the last 30 years. So if you were to be a player coming out in the 90s, 
you probably would have been a top one, two, three draft choice in the whole entire draft. The game is a lot faster now, really adapted more to that European style over the last two decades with the centers got to be able to be just about as mobile as everybody else on the floor. Um, what was that draft day process like? Did you go where you kind of expected to go in the second round or uh, did you guys have hopes and expectations to go earlier? No, I knew I was going to the second round. Um, the, I, I had originally thought, you know, I'd done a lot of workouts. I think it was 14, and I really was playing some of the best basketball in my life in, in these workouts, and I was playing well and, and shooting the ball well and doing different things. And uh, so I thought I'd put myself in a, in a really good position to go early in the second round. And, um, you know, kind of when the, the day was going by, we kind of got a feeling on that night that I was kind of going to slip a little bit. And, uh, you know, for me, it was just kind of motivation, and, and I knew – Detroit was one of the places that was kind of circled the whole process. We knew they had interests. You know, I went down there to work out. I had a really, really good workout. Um, that was a workout. Me and, me and Joe Weezy were both in that workout, so it was fun okay. uh, to, to do that together. And uh, But it was a really good workout. Heard great feedback from them. And so I knew they were going to give me an opportunity. And, and really going into, you know, that night, um, you know, I really had no – solidified position on the team i had no didn't even have a two-way at that point it was just kind of if you play well we'll make room and so for me i just kind of went into summer league with with a mindset that i wanted to you know do whatever it took um you know to be able to put myself in a position where you know i, I was a part of the team a part of the organization and so that belief that i got from the you know the the gm troy weaver and, and coach Dwayne casey was you know unreal and uh you know, again, it's very similar, you know, when, you know, all it takes is one team, one um, person to really reach out and believe in you. And so for me, that's all I need is uh, just kind of one little opportunity. I felt like I made the most of it in summer league and was able to play well and, and help myself out. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to continue to do that every single day. And now that I'm on um, on the roster. Um, yeah, my wife told me, she said, I've never seen you get so fired up for an NBA game before. And I was like, Luca <laughs> is out there playing right now. I about flipped the coffee table a couple times. One of the times the coffee table about got smashed was when you <laughs> dropped, a, uh, it was uh, Dirk Nowinski S fadeaway that I hadn't seen yet <laughs> in the college game and you were pretty fired up. I mean, it was beautiful. Now tell us about if Dirk has had much influence on your game. Cause it seems like as you've evolved, especially going into the NBA, there's some, uh, some Dirk flair to your game and, and uh, how much work did you put into that kind of one step fadeaway? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, Dirk is, has been a guy I've watched since, another guy I've watched since I was a kid and always, you know, his ability to stress the floor and face the rim and be able to score um, in so many different ways. And I feel like, you know, the fadeaway in, in, in that move, I feel like I've always had it. And I think, you know, at different points, it was just really easier for me to get to the lane and score in different ways. And I felt like, you know, it's a, it's a tougher shot than, you know, uh, getting to a jump hook or something like that. But, you know, now that I'm in a position where, you know, kind of being able to score, in that area where it's not all the way at the rim, but it's, and it's not all the way out. It's just kind of in that mid area, being able to be able to just shot off and use your touch to score. I think it's very important in the NBA with the level of elite uh, rim protection, different things like that. So I feel like, you know, um, it's just a move that I've, I have to work on and have to get better at. 
And I feel very confident in it. You know, when I pull it out, when I'm able to shoot it, I feel like I, it's going to go in every time. It's yeah. just about, you know, when that is, when that opportunity is the right shot and the best shot for the team. But for me, I have absolute confidence in that move. I got to say, it's my favorite move of the repertoire. <laughs> and I know uh, Hawk fans love it too. I'm sure Piston fans are loving it. Um, tell us a little bit more about your influence, influences of uh, basketball players growing up. So when we uh, talked to your dad, Frank, a while back, um, it took me like a little bit of in a time machine because he's like, Luca had all these VHS tapes of all these like NBA players and highlight videos that he'd watched till they were just absolutely worn out. And I had the same exact tapes. Like they look like they've been th- put through a shredder by the time I was done with them. I've watched them so much. But tell us about some of your favorite players growing up that you really tried to model your game after. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, my dad was 100% right. He he had a stack of VHS tapes in the basement. I'd go down there and, and put them in and watch them. And then I'd go on a you know little Nerf hoop or go outside and try to emulate the moves I was watching and seeing. So you know, guys like Hakeem Olajuwon, um, Jack Sigma, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, Kevin McHale, uh, you know, so many different players, you know, Patrick Ewing, I mean, even Shaq in, in different points. Like, I, I watch all these guys because, you know, I, I love to watch them play on the post and, and the way they use their footwork and skill to be able to score. And so I wanted to be able to be like that one day. So... For me, it was just—it was so cool and so fun. And I still do that when I watch guys in the league who are just so good. You know, I go against Kelly Olynyk every day, and and it's and it's awesome because he's a guy I've watched in the past and the guy I'm trying to continue to learn from. And now that he's a teammate of mine, I feel like I, I have a closer lens to see what he does and and his craftiness and his ability to do a lot of different things on the court. Um, so, you know, it's really cool to be around the guys, and especially, but you know, when you talk about the Joel and Beads of the world and Nikola Jokic's. Mm-hmm. I watch those guys, you know, um, I watch their film all the time because it's, 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 uh, you know, the, the things they do are, are so amazing that, you know, I, I just try to take bits and pieces and, you know, you mentioned Dirk already and there's so many other guys, but, you know, those, those big men who, you know, have the versatility and a lot of different um, unique skill sets, um, those are the most fun players for me to watch. No, that's that's a great answer. And then those VHS tapes are just that are so nostalgic. I don't think they make anything like that anymore. It's like <laughs> you got to get on YouTube and look at some of the the old YouTube highlights. Um, now, with you know, with, with you shining in the summer league and with there being a big adjustment, was there ever that what they call that welcome to the NBA moment where you were like, "Holy cow! Like this is, you know, next level. Like this is." crazy that you know when he came into practice or played in the summer league game where it was like a little bit a little bit of a, a jaw-dropping adjustment for you you know i think the biggest um i would say welcome to the nba so far has been you know this whole month of practicing like i said against kelly olenic and um you know at first you know in terms of guarding him he's so crafty and he's able to draw foul so well the first day we played pickup, I might have fouled him a hundred times, and, and so it was just, you know, he's, he's so he's so good at using shot fakes and different things like that, which is things I, I pride myself on, and, and I felt like you know I could go score, but defending him was tough because I had to adjust to the way he played, and, and so after you know it's still obviously tough to guard him, but now you know that first day playing against him, that first couple of days was an adjustment because I'd never it was almost like. You know, for me, when I was when I was a senior, and I saw some freshman come in who was excited to play me, who was 
you know, playing with a lot of energy, I knew he was just going to foul. And so I was able to take advantage of that. So to have someone do that to me, it was mm. like, you know, it, it was something like, oh, that's that's something that's very smart. And and uh, I got adjusted to that and I've been able to adjust to that. And, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's still tough, but I, you know, I'm not fouling him as much as I was. So it's uh, it's it's been good. And so I think that's that's been the biggest thing for me. And that's helped me so much over this month. That I feel like. <laughs> into these games obviously as a as a rookie you're going to get a lot of foul calls you're they're they're, they're not going to give you um you know they're not going to give you calls on the other end it's just an adjustment mm-hmm. and so for me i need to be able to be smart and then be able to be in a position so i'm on the floor and not on the bench and foul trouble one of the cool parts about watching you in summer league was to see you really vibing out on the court with Cade Cunningham. I personally hadn't got to see him play a lot in college. I'd heard a lot about him, but um, mostly watching Iowa and Big Ten basketball. That guy's a scoring machine. So tell us what it's been like playing with uh, a, an unbelievably high-level scorer like Cade and, and what your relationship's been like with him on and off the court. Oh, it's been incredible. You know, since since the day we got drafted, Together, you know, you could tell this this guy's a leader, and and for me it was it was crazy because I'm so much older than him, but he is he's already so mature, so, so much of a leader at his age. It's it's crazy. In the whole summer league, he's leading the huddles, he's doing all of this, and there was something that, you know, when you see a player like that, you know, that's that's special, and uh, you know what he can do on the court in terms of his vision, you know, off a of ball screen, he's he's one of those guards you love to play with because you know. If you set a good screen, if you roll, if you're open, he's going to get it to you. And, mm-hmm. um, and then he can go get a bucket anytime he wants to. So, you know, for me, it was it was really fun to be out there with him. And, and I think we both bring a lot of energy to the court. And uh, so, you know, when we're both, you know, kind of firing and playing well, there's there's a lot of positive energy going on. And, and I think, you know, that was that was really cool. And so I've, I've very, very much enjoyed playing with him so far, as long uh, along with all of the other guys on the team that we have there's there's so many really great players and i feel like i've meshed well with a lot of have you uh been able to meet any of the uh old detroit piston legends have they come back maybe text you giving you a call to welcome you to the to the program like an uh, isaiah thomas joe dumars bill lambier type uh my first workout with um the pistons in pre-draft you know ben wallace was there oh wow uh, and so i got to meet him then and then since then, you know, he's always around. So I've I've met Ben, uh, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Wallace, so many times. And you know, he the other day he was helping me and Isaiah start in talking about post defense and and his tricks. And and so to hear that from a guy, who, you know, the NBA Defensive Player of the Year at one point should have been named after him. You know, yeah. how many times he won it. So to hear to hear him talk about different things he did was so awesome for me. Um, you know, to be able to hear and because, you know, you for me, I got to be really crafty and, and different points on the court and I got to you know be able to maximize, you know, um, you know, my brain and being a, and being intelligent because, you know, I have to make up for the, the athleticism where I can and you can do that with, you know, uh, outsmarting your opponents. So the different things he does, he did, you know, obviously he was giving up size to some people, but he was very strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was it was it was very cool to get some tips and tricks from him. Um, there's other players that I've met, uh, but, you know, Ben, I've actually talked to and, and, uh, he's talked to the team. He was at a, you know, a team dinner with us and he talked for a while. So I've been able to be in, be around him the most. Um, okay. so I'd say that. 
he's a legend and i think he just got um put into the national basketball hall of fame am i right I, i'm yeah, pretty sure he yes did. he did okay i love that they showed everybody's picture they got inducted and everyone's smiling and they show ben's and he's like He's like real, like me, like serious about it. And they're like, some things don't change. He was a serious ball player back in back in the day and definitely a Detroit Pistons legend. So I don't know that there's many people at your position that you could learn from that would be better than that. So um, that's very cool. With um with your move to Detroit, how is how has that adjustment been? Um have have you bought a place? Are you did you just get an apartment? And, and what are your thoughts on the city of, uh, of Detroit as a whole? Have you been adjusting? Yeah, I love the city. Um, you know, I, I got an apartment in the city, which is really nice. And, you know, I'm still kind of staying in the hotel as I, you know, get furniture and, 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 and be able to, you know, furnish my apartment and stuff like that. So yeah, waiting for a couple more weeks to be able to fully move in. But, you know, I love the city so far. It just sticks out to me. Um, you know, the people around here are, are awesome. It's, you know, I obviously grew up in, in D.C. area in, in the big city and then you know went to Iowa, which was much different. But, you know, um, I, I the people, you know, um, in the Midwest are, you know, amazing. So it's been really cool. And, and I got to go to a game in Ann Arbor. Uh, they played Washington one of the first weeks. And so I was cool, you know, to to nice. see, you know, uh, to see Ann Arbor and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I definitely have gotten around to different parts of Michigan before, but. Detroit, especially, I, I really like. The food's really good here. Like I said, the people um, are all amazing. And there's, you know, really, there's a buzz on the city about the team and, and, and yeah. the direction direction this organization is going in. And that's because of Troy Weaver and Dwayne Casey and what they've been able to instill. And so I'm very excited in our own time course and what he's done. So I'm very excited to be a part of this and, and the okay. restoration, as they call it. Um, so it's, it's been really cool so far. You can definitely feel the buzz, like especially when you get on the Detroit Pistons social media pages. People are excited about that team, and uh, mm-hmm. there's not been a buzz about Detroit Pistons basketball like there is right now. So it's got to be super exciting for you guys on the team and the city of Detroit as a whole. Um, Food-wise in the city, what's the one thing that you've had or the one place where you're like, I, mean, I can't live without this. Like, I got to at least have this once, twice a week. This this place is one of my go-tos. Yeah, so there's there's a couple different spots, but I, I tried Detroit-style pizza for, like, the first time. Okay. There's a, place, there's a place Buddy's around here that's uh, supposed to be one of the best. I, I heard there's another place that's arguably better. But I went to I went to Buddy's and got a... Detroit style pizza. I can't have it too often because you know I gotta watch uh, you know watch my diet. But it's it's extremely good, um, and and so it's you know obviously kind of like a mixture between like you know the thin New York style and like the Chicago deep dish where you know okay. it's kind of like in that mid ground where it's not super thick but it's not thin, and uh, okay. obviously sauce is on top which is different. But it, it was really really good, and I definitely enjoy it. So you know Detroit style okay. pizza is, is definitely something that you know, I like a lot. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like just recently mm-hmm. over the last month, Pizza Hut's had commercials for Detroit style pizza. And like, I was like, I didn't even know De- Detroit had a style of pizza. Like that was, that was a new thing to me, but um, that's cool that you've tried it. I've always been, I've been wondering what it was like then since I saw that commercial. So that's. Yeah. It's squares, it's squares with the sauce on top. So it's different than, um, you know, it's but it's not as 
it's like not as thick as a, a Chicago deep dish, but it's like okay. it's pretty thick. Um, have you been able to keep in touch much with Joe Wieskamp, Oweezy? How, how's he doing down in San Antonio? How's his transition going? Do you guys get to talk too often? Yeah, no, definitely. We catch up every couple of weeks, you know, and just kind of check in on everything and how it's going. But, you know, he loves it down there, and, and I'm extremely excited for him and the opportunity he has ahead of him to be a part of, you know, such a great organization in the Spurs. And I think we both got lucky in terms of the places we were able to go. Um, and so it's going to be really cool and kind of surreal to be able to play against them tomorrow, you know, so it's, yeah. it's, uh, uh, it's definitely fun and I'll, I'll be able to see him on the court tomorrow. So that, that'll be really cool. Luca with this new Iowa team coming up this year, um, what are maybe from your, from your time with the team, one or two guys that you feel like maybe are flying under the radar that a lot of people aren't talking about that you've seen in practice that you're like, this guy, this guy can go once he gets out there and gets a real shot. He's going to really make an impression on, on the Hawkeye fans. Yeah, for sure. I think you know fans are you know kind of aware of Keegan Murray and what he brings to the table. Yeah. Um, so you know, obviously, I would mention him, but I think you know everyone's pretty aware that we have a you know another NBA player in in, in a Hawkeye uniform this year. Um, but I'd I'd, I'd say uh, for me, I'd say you know Patrick McCaffrey is is a really, really good scorer. He's a really good player. I think he's going to be a guy that the team's going to need to lean on this year to be able to put the ball in the basket. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, step up. Um, I'd also say Joe Toussaint, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, this year he's stepping up into a bigger role and being a point guard. And you, you got to see a lot of that his freshman year. And, and this past year, he was obviously a backup. So I'd say those two guys, I'd say, you know, Turney, Tony Perkins and Aaron Eulis are two other guys that are going to be key this year. And just when I came back and we were able to watch the team a little bit, those guys stuck out to me as long as, as well as, as uh, Keegan's little, our other brother, Chris Murray, who's yeah. really, really good as well. Um, you know, they're obviously a little bit different, but you know, he's, he's going to be extremely good. So I'd say those guys are the guys that, you know, I've seen to, through, through the practices that I saw down there that really, kind of impressed me and made uh, the biggest jumps in the off season. And also I always got to shout out my boy, Austin Ash, you know, he's playing a game, yeah. he's going to make a three. No, no, no matter where he's playing, you know, he's a, he's a three point shooter that, you know, unlike any, any I've seen before. So um, those guys uh, I'd say, but really everybody in the team, I'm very excited about the improvements. A lot of different players have made, and that's, one thing Coach Fran is really able to do is, is develop his guys. And you yeah. see guys constantly grow from freshman to senior year as completely different players. Um, so <clears throat> that's a that's a credit to Coach and his coaching staff and all the guys we have down there. Bill Maxwell, our strength and conditioning coach. There's so many people uh, that, that play a role in that. But it's going to be exciting to see what the team does do. Uh, Luca – one of only nine players in Iowa men's basketball history to have your number retired. Um, I know that moment for Hawkeye fans was super emotional as it was obviously for you. Um, it really showed how, you know, genuine you are as a person and how much you really loved your time at Iowa. And um, I don't know that there was too many dry eyes in the house when that happened. Um, it was just a real culmination of us watching you grow over the four years as a Hawkeye. And it meant a lot to us as fans to see that happen. Um, can you bring us back into that moment a little bit about how much that meant for you and your family and how great of a moment that was? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, even hearing you talk about it gives me goosebumps. It's still something that's surreal for me. It's really something I never expected to happen coming to Iowa. It was never something that I even thought about. And uh, just to know that that's going to happen is extremely, uh, you know, surreal. It really is. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, come in and work as hard as I could and then try to help the program as much as I could. You know, I, I told Coach on, my, on the phone when I committed that my goal was to try to make it to a Final Four. And fortunately, I wasn't able to do that. But I feel like, you know, from being there my freshman year when we were 14 and 19 um, to leaving when we're a perennial top five team in the country and would have made the tournament three years in a row, mm-hmm. um, you know, barring COVID my junior year. Uh, I think that, you know, that ability to go from where we were to where we ended up, it took so many people um, and so many people's in, improvement on their self individually and as a team. And, uh, and it was just, it was unbelievable for years. I, you know, you, people always tell you that those years go by quick, but you know, you don't really understand that yeah. until it happens to you. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I definitely miss it already. Obviously I, I love playing in, in, in the NBA and having basketball as my job, but, you know, I, I will always, you know, miss being around the team, bringing around those guys that, you know, they're my family. And, you know, really, Iowa City is my home, uh, you know, home away from home. You know, the, the fans, the community is my family as well. And, uh, you know, I always try to be some part of that um, at some level because, you know, Iowa, you know, gave gave me so more, so much more than I could have ever imagined, you know, going there. I didn't think, you know, that, 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 anything like that happened for me. So, you know, I, I feel like I, I hope I gave half as much back as, as University of Iowa and, and just Iowa oh, yeah. in general gave to me in my in my four years. You, you did, and uh, the, the fans definitely know that, and you, you're always going to be beloved as a Hawkeye, and um, not just, you know, only yourself, but your family. I mean, uh, the state of Iowa and Hawkeye Nation is very much in love with, with your family, and your dad has just been such a great advocate of the basketball program and just a lot of fun to interact with, a guy that um, is such a – um, engaging person. It takes time to talk to all the, all the fans out there that want to say hello. So, um, that's been, you know, an unbelievable experience on top of being able to watch all of your accomplishments at Iowa. But at this time right now, moving forward, Luca, has there been anything kind of new, like with endorsement deals or anything cool like that moving on to the NBA? Has anything like that come up or are we still kind of holding off on that right now? Um, you know, there's definitely some different things I've done, um, and, and some things that are you know coming soon that you know, haven't been announced yet. But you know, I, I I think it's you know now being able to you know unlike I could in college, and now that college players can do, I can you know profit off my name and likeness. And I started that process with yeah, um, I, I sold four NFTs, and we were able to give a ton of money back to the University of Iowa Children's Hospital, and and, and was able to keep some. And uh, there's so many different things I did. Um, and also, you know, I signed a, um, a deal with Nike, um, which is really cool. And, and uh, you know, you never, you know, I never growing up did I think I'd, you know, be wearing shoes and be, you know, endorsing them or, you know, being a hmm. Nike athlete. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. So there's different things that, you know, I've been able to have and, and I'm blessed. And obviously, like I said, so there's some other things that are on the way that I've been working on. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just really extremely excited to be able to provide, you know, for my family, 
uh, you know, with 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 my dream and with my love, which is basketball. So it's very cool, and uh, and you know, I wouldn't be here without you know the University of Iowa, and, and um, no, but it's it's so great to see these these college kids being able to do the same thing and and being yeah. able to maximize you know what they what they've done and their hard work and and uh so it's going to be really cool to see the future of that well luca we're going to be watching we wish you nothing but the best i'm going to be forking out the money for the nba league pass this year to be able to watch you play <laughs> and i've already ordered my luca garza pistons jersey so uh there we go uh, we're pretty excited, man. It was, I got to tell you, it was cool. I was in Kinnick two weeks ago, and I saw about five or six people wearing a Luca Garza Pistons jersey. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there are people that's are awesome. already supporting, man. They're they're excited. So I had, we're, we're going to be watching all season long, man. Huge Detroit Pistons fan now, and we're going to be rooting sure. for you. I already planned a trip out to Detroit to watch a game. So awesome. um we wish you nothing but the best, Luca. Thanks for coming on and and taking time to to talk to us and update Hawkeye Nation on on what you got going on right now. And, and best of luck this season. Absolutely. Let's get it. Let's get a W this weekend in Iowa City too. Oh, that would be beautiful. I'm hoping for it, man. <laughs> That'd be big. It's we got a special season that could be happening right now. So absolutely. Uh, yeah, I know you're absolutely. a big football fan too. Shout out to the too. football team. Shout out to the football team. I've watched every game and. And been extremely excited. My dad got to go to a game in Maryland. I was there. I first saw that against Indiana, and so uh, it's it's really cool, especially you know a bunch of those guys and and, and how hard they work. Um, it's it's truly a special season so far, and they're gonna keep it going. And uh, yeah. so I'm extremely excited for them. Uh, yeah, I'm excited too. All right, Luke, we'll have an awesome rest of the day, and thanks for coming on. And we always end it with a Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Yeah.